my god, they're dead! Who could have done such a heinous act? I bet it was that frog down by the swamp. I don't like that frog. He's got them shifty eyes. It was that convict Ironjaw, that rapscallion. I bet it was that strange shadowy figure that likes to swing in the park on Thursday nights. I swear to you, it was my stuffed panda. He's, he's possessed. It could have been Ricky's arm. We haven't seen it since it got cut off. I definitely know who the killer is. Blank is the killer. What's up, BitK fans? Welcome to Blank is the Killer's first annual pumpkin harvest. I'm your forever host, Josh Baker, and here I'll reminisce about the ripest films of the year that you should definitely watch. After these juicy pumpkins are applauded, I'll tell you about the rotten garbage movies that you should avoid forever. No tricks here, all treats. In order to be considered for this episode, the film had to be new to me this past year, so if you finish listening and are wondering where movies like Deathgasm and Braindead, which would obviously be in the ripe section, are, they didn't qualify for this here pumpkin patch since I didn't watch them specifically for the podcast. These pumpkins are shooting out of a cannon at high speeds, so if you want a sexy list to refer to, feast your eyes on the details section of this episode. Here are the most delicious, ripest movies of the year. The cream of the crop. In alphabetical order, if you're not a fan of eating pumpkins like me, these are the most carvable squashes around. A girl walks home alone at night. Even though this movie's title is one of the hardest things in the world to remember, the content of this film is fantastic. It's in black and white, yet more beautiful than most films that are in color. It's a visual delight with a unique vampire. Alina. This could have ended up being a cheesy teen slasher, but instead, it's a gorgeous supernatural film. Black Sunday. Here's a movie set in and around a spooky castle with a great witch antagonist and impressive effects for its time. This is a great watch and a good place to start for those of you who normally avoid black and white films. Blood Rage. You might want to save this for Thanksgiving, since it's set on that day. This is one of the most ridiculous slashers I've ever seen. The kills and gore are absolutely fantastic. Comedy slasher is probably my favorite genre, and this is a heavy contender for the best comedy slasher of all time in my book. The Descent. A lot of terrifying themes are hit on in this great spelunker adventure. It truly does live up to the hype. It made me feel claustrophobic and is scary even before getting to some later on terrors. The Descent 2. What? How is this in the good section? Well, this movie is accidentally one of the best horror comedies of all time. Make sure to watch the original film first though. After doing that, you're ready to zip line down into this poorly thought out cash grab that ends up being funnier than most films that actually set out to be horror comedies. Happy Death Day! Groundhog's Day with murder. That means multiple deaths and ridiculous attempts to stop the looping. I think I'll just leave it at Groundhog's Day with Murder for this one. Hereditary. If we're talking this year's heavy hitters, Hereditary is at the top of the list. It's an amazingly well-crafted trip that fills you with dread and anxiety. Most of you have probably already checked this out, but if you haven't, it's a must-see. House on Haunted Hill. If you haven't seen a movie with Vincent Price, here's a perfect starting point. 
Mystery, Death, and Spooky Occurrences Litter a Mansion. Vincent Price is a delight to watch. Inside, if you're squeamish or don't want to see any gore related to pregnant bellies, don't watch this. If you think over-the-top gore is hilarious and love practical effects, this movie is a perfect treat. Begin your French extremity journey right here. The Loved Ones I'm not normally a big fan of torture porn, but this movie has a bunch of crazy twists and turns. It brings more to the table than just gross torture. The aesthetic is great. It's full of weirdness and suspense. Mom and Dad Cage gonna cage, and this Nick Cage is trying to murder his kids. Parents are offing their offspring in this over-the-top romp. Need I say more? Patchwork. Who would have thought this movie would end up being a great horror comedy? It's full of zany, ridiculous gore and has genuinely funny writing. Ignore the Weasley boy, though. He sucks. Pawneepool. Zombie movies are all the same. That's what I thought until catching this film. I love the bottle episode feel we get for most of the film. It takes place almost entirely in a recording studio. This captures a unique perspective on a zombie outbreak. Stitches. Based on the cover art for this, I thought it was going to be a bucket of farts. Don't judge a horror movie by its cover, they should say. Well, maybe they shouldn't since 99.9% .9 of the time, the cover is better than the actual film. That must mean a bad cover is guaranteed to be bad news. That's not the case with Stitches. It's a perfect mixture of comedy and gore. Tragedy Girls. Two girls are trying to hit it big time in social media. The easiest way to do that is cover tragedies. Why wait for those to occur when you could put them in motion yourself? This is a refreshing story about a sociopathic friendship. Now, on to the rancid, rotten area of the pumpkin patch. Light up your flamethrowers. It's time to scorch these lumpy atrocities in alphabetical order. Baghead. More like bag full of crap. Talk about a huge waste of time. Nothing interesting or exciting happens in this movie. No one dies. No one is fun to watch. I hate the Duplus brothers. Better watch out. This movie tries to get you to root for a small boy who's captured his babysitter. He's obviously the antagonist, but the writers didn't seem to know that. I'm not rooting for this little sociopath puddle of rotten egg goop, and I can't believe he doesn't get a crazy painful death at the end. Dead Shack. How do you make a zombie movie this boring? Terrible, unlikable characters paired with unfunny jokes and a sprinkle of uninspired deaths are what you get with this dumpster fire. The Fog. Your boy is coming to the conclusion that he doesn't really like John Carpenter. Sorry, listeners. The Thing is a masterpiece, but everything else I've seen from him horror-wise has been mediocre or outright bad. Nothing entertaining happens in this. The Frighteners. Peter Jackson is a man that can do no wrong. Well, that's what I thought. This movie isn't funny and way too long. This might be my most disappointing watch of the year. House. This is basically a craptacular ripoff of other better films. To make sure I'm not confusing anyone, this is the American house film, not the Japanese one. The Japanese one is fun. Mon Mon Monsters, a film where the protagonist is just as awful as the antagonist. The only way this film could have dodged this rotten pile is some really gnarly comeuppance. Instead of that, we get a bunch of off-screen deaths for these hate-inspiring characters that end up being the real monsters. People Under the Stairs I love Wes Craven, but oh man, was this a pain to sit through. It's all over the place and couldn't keep my interest at all. I like the premise, but the film ends up being a mess. 
Pumpkinhead 3 and 4. These sequels were sci-fi originals to their core, completely terrible without being terribly fun. They don't even deserve separate spots on the list. All sci-fi originals are currently banned because of them. Slice. Hot damn is this movie mind-numbingly boring. It's so bad that it doesn't deserve anything else said about it. This is the worst movie of the year by far since it took something that should have been impossible to screw up and completely screwed the pooch. Nothing redeemable to see here, folks. That concludes our first annual pumpkin harvest. I hope all of you incredible listeners enjoyed this bonus episode. I honestly can't believe it's been a year since Blank is the Killer crawled out of the grave. This is my way of putting an early treat into your spooktober candy bag. Thank you all for tuning in this past year. The Horizon Holds More Horror, your regularly scheduled episode is still coming out October 7th. Now get the hell out of this cursed pumpkin patch before the witching hour, or you'll be trapped in here for an entire year.